Hi everyone, this is Luke Moroney for the Daily Property Search Podcast. And the topic I'd like to talk to you all about today is why the ATO's aggression might be a sign of a weakening economy. Before I get into this topic, just a disclaimer that this podcast is for general purposes only and should not be regarded as legal or financial advice. Make sure you get your own independent advice when it comes to investing. So why is the aggression happening at the ATO right now when they're chasing debts? And why might this be a sign of a weakening economy? I guess we really, as property investors, as property buyers agents, and anyone who is looking to invest in any areas of the economy, needs to think about really what's going on. What are some of those underlying words or unspokens that are happening out in the marketplace? How do we generate some of that information back to us And we don't really know what goes on in these boardrooms, in some of these conferences with governments, with regulators, um, with a body like the ATO, the Australian Taxation Office. And we really got to establish what some of these issues mean or what, what is some of the things that are actually alluding to a turnaround in markets or a, a, a massive boom or increase or a massive bust or decline. So we really got a sense, get a sense of this information and, and see where it's going to take us. See where those drivers are leading us or see where some of the issues are going to be created. So I did an interview today that was on Facebook Live and feel free to go over onto my page, Luke Moroni, and see that interview with Catherine, who's an accountant. And she spoke about some of the things that are going on with small and medium enterprises. So business owners that are out there, some of the things that are affecting or potentially going to affect our economy and our property market. So really good to get an insight from the communications that are happening between her as an accountant, Catherine as an accountant, and between the business owner, and also between Catherine as an accountant and the Australian Taxation Office. Some of the emails and information, some of the communications that she's getting from them from both parties, both sides, and being the middle person and seeing that interaction actually happen and what the results of of how this may influence what goes on in future. So a couple of key points that we spoke about today, which I wanted to allude to everyone and really get into a bit of a deep dive around this and what I had as takeaways from this discussion. Firstly, um, I guess the ATO is worried about the bad debts incre- going to increase and are looking to get their money now. And you might m- want to think, well, why are they looking to get their money now? Why are they putting that aggression, that pressure on business owners to pay their bad debts, those tax debts that are outstanding? There are different times of cycles of and years gone past. They may have been quite lenient. They may be quite aggressive. So we've got to really get a sense of what's going on now. It could be a sign of really tougher times economically. And the ATO are probably maybe even looking to avoid some of the major debt issues in future, um, like maybe during the global financial crisis. So if you look back to that time, the ATO, and according to Catherine and what she said in her discussions today, were 
quite lenient on companies. They could see so many business, businesses failing because of the tougher financial times that when the economy, what the economy was going through. Now the mining industry was booming and that sort of kept us out of a recession period, but a lot of business owners were really struggling and a lot of them were falling foul to bad debt. So I guess the ATO during that time we were trying to recover as much of that tax debt as possible without sending these business owners into liquidation or winding up the companies. So right now, I guess they're getting aggressive. And as a property investor, as a buyer's agent, you've got to think, well, are they doing it now to avoid more issues down the track or setting people up to actually pay their debts now, put them in a stronger position so that they get to a situation if tougher times do happen and their companies do wind up that the ATO gets the money now instead of getting zero later. So that's a strong consideration and a thought process about the reasons why companies, regulators, governments, why they do those things. So that's the human behavior insight about some of the some of the guidance that's been passed from the, the bosses in the ATO down to their staff and putting the pressure or setting KPIs, key performance indicators for them to make sure that debts are paid by a certain time. Make sure that um, they're putting pressure on, on business owners to actually pay down some of these debts. The second point I'd like to make is two thirds of businesses, businesses have outstanding debts with the Australian Taxation Office at the moment. And that's a significant amount of business owners that have bad debts outstanding. So we've really got to take a big consideration on that. Two thirds, over 66% of businesses have debts outstanding with the ATO. Now that's a significant amount of, of companies that are affected by outstanding debts. And what impact is that going to have on the businesses, on the individuals that are directors of these businesses, on the employees of those businesses, and the flow and effect that that could have around the economy? Small business is the biggest employee of Australians out in the marketplace. You know, obviously the big companies that are out there, the public listed companies, but it's small business that has the biggest impact. So we've got to think about what kind of impact that that will then have on other areas of our economy. Now, businesses are always failing. Um, it's something like one in five businesses fail in the, in the first you know, three or five years. I don't know the actual stats on that, but it's a significant amount of businesses that do fail. So you've really got to, uh, and that will happen during you know, good times and bad. And obviously the increase or seeing information like this that Catherine was able to identify as an accountant and the information that was gained through um, public information from the ATO that says two-thirds of businesses are currently having outstanding debts. And that is a concern. And she expressed it really well today in the video of that concern that is out there. And we really need to, as business owners, as property investors, realize what's, what is going on, how to prevent ourselves in business to avoid these situations and not dig our head in the sand and really get people like Catherine in place to actually help us at times when or actually prevent these problems happening or help us when times get a bit tough 
and you need to structure yourself or you need to assess what you can do and maybe make payment plans or see if you can reduce the amount of debt with the ATO if there's an agreement in place. The third point I'd like to make is lots of people in the property industry have been affected. So as property investors, bringing it back to you individually and the employees that are around the country, including construction, real estate agents, tradespeople, and sole traders. And if you think about the various industries that are affected in, in real estate, and you go down through that chain, you think about those companies that do the, the building and construction. You think about those employees that are infected or the subcontractors that are affected. You think about the marketing companies that sell some of these brand new properties. You think about the, the repairs and maintenance people once these properties are being built or the strata managers that are not getting as many buildings on or the strata companies. You think about the property managers um, not having more properties come on to lease out. And you think about you know, various areas of the property industry that then have a flow and effect because of the downturn in the construction industry. And Catherine stated um, that she was seeing more and more of these property related industry companies now being affected and something that we do need to keep a very close eye on. There's been reductions, there's obviously a lot that goes behind, um, goes on behind the scenes and seeing some of the information come out from Catherine today to really put forward the idea of what's happening on the ground each and every day makes us realize about how much is it affected. Now we might see a crane count in the skyline of Sydney reduced by 30 cranes, but that doesn't really have an impact to hear about other people's jobs. So what are those crane um, drivers, um, operators I should say, or the other staff or the other employees, subcontractors putting in place um, if their jobs are not required on those construction sites? Are they going to run their own companies? Are they looking to subcontract in other areas? Can they still get jobs in maybe infrastructure projects? So that's the big issue for a lot of these people. If they're actually able to be re-employed at the moment, if there's, the work is just slowing at the moment, and instead of doing 60 hours a week that they've been doing for the last five years, they might be able to, they're pulling that back to a 40 hours or 30 hours a week. And they can still sustain things because it's been boom times. But how long does that take before things really turn and go pear-shaped for the property industry and some of these construction-related industries? So when, what's really important is just to really keep a close eye and be aware of some of that ATO aggression that's been put in place to recover these outstanding debts at the moment. Uh, is it a sign of a weakening economy? And that's what I think about is what are people... Why are they putting this in place? Why are they being so aggressive? Why are they pushing their argument forward about making sure these debts are paid? And it makes me think that there's a potential for tougher economic times. I know that once Scott Morrison got elected, first point of call was to go and see the Reserve Bank of Australia and think about interest rate cuts. Um, identify the whole thing about what's going with, on with APRA, the Australian Prudential Regulation Authority, in terms of loan servicing. 
So there's a lot of immediate things that they're putting in place to push that stimulus back in the economy because I guess on the background, they wouldn't be putting that stimulus without being concerned for what's going on. So really think about that and think about these signs that are coming on there and it's often, it's too late before people actually act. So if you'd like to talk about this topic further or your own personal circumstances when it comes to investing, please do give me a call on 0400-332-377 and thank you for tuning in. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.